you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to today's show. I am going to be talking about consistency and then the common mistakes that I see people make online that blocks their success. So first, let's talk about consistency. And I want to preface this by saying that I believe that consistency is more important than cleverness. And what I mean by this is there are some people who are perfectionists and they want to make sure that every piece of content they put out there or every single story they put out is perfect. It's clever. It's creative. It's beautiful. And that causes them to be inconsistent because one, it requires so much time and energy and work to create that caliber of content. And then two, they might be in a drought where they feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not as creative or clever right now. I have nothing to say. And so they don't show up. And so in this case, consistency is more important. If you've ever read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, it's all about how small, seemingly insignificant choices add up over time to create big results. So in that instance, yes, consistency matters. But I think there's this big lie going around in the business world of just be consistent. As long as you're being consistent, you will see success. And my issue with this concept is that you could be consistent, but you could be consistently moving in the wrong direction. You could be consistently doing things wrong right? Practice makes permanent. You could be consistently showing up and doing all of your tasks, but doing them half-heartedly and half-assed. And so when I was in network marketing, I saw this a lot. People would come to me with their trackers and they would show me all of their checked boxes and say, I'm doing all the things, but it's not working. I'm consistent, but I'm not seeing success. And yes, it takes time, right? The compound effect. However, just being consistent isn't enough, especially if you are forcing it. So for example, when I first started in network marketing, everyone said you have to invite, invite, invite. And by inviting, they meant reach out to friends, family, randos on the internet and say, hey, are you interested in buying from me, joining me, etc.?" And I just could not do it. It was just not in my nature to reach out to people. And oftentimes they would say, start out by starting a conversation, forming a relationship, talking to them about their hobbies and their interests and their dog. And I'm like, I would rather quit and be broke than do this. I hate chit-chatting with people. I hate when people message me to chit-chat only to then pitch me something. It feels so icky and just it's not what I want to do. 
And so every day I would look at my tracker of did I invite my five to 10 people and I wouldn't do it. So I was consistently avoiding that task and consistently feeling like a failure. And all of the top dogs and the experts were saying, you have to do this. You have to send invites. And so I was thinking of quitting because I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this. Every day I would open my Instagram and Facebook Messenger apps and go to message people and then wouldn't do it. There was just no way I was about to be like, hey, do you want to lose weight with me? No offense to people who like that method. If that that works for you, that jives with you, no judgment whatsoever, but that's just not in alignment with who I am. And so one day I realized I don't have to do it that way. I can do it my own way. Why don't I forge my own path? And that's exactly what I did. So instead, I focused on creating a brand and creating a message that spoke to the right people that drew them in, that attracted them to me, and had them buying from me without me ever having to message them and ask them, hey, do you want to buy this from me? They were coming to me. And that is how I got to the top of that network marketing company. And now I have a second, my own business, and I do the same. I have never once messaged anyone and said, hey, do you want to buy my course? Hey, do you want to buy this one-on-one strategy session with me? I have never once done that. Everybody comes to me and that is from strong branding, positioning and messaging and not messaging in the DMs, the public content that I am putting out there. So with that being said, I'm actually hosting a live masterclass on March 30th. For those of you who are interested, it is called developing a brand and message that attracts and sells. So it's going to be about an hour long and then I'm going to have a live Q&A at the end so you can ask me whatever you want. I'm also going to do some audits of some accounts of people who are there. And if you can attend live, no worries, you can watch the replay immediately afterwards. And I will have a way for you to submit questions beforehand if you can't attend live because you're working or whatnot. And if you're listening to this episode after March 30th, you can actually get the recording. So I have it linked in the show notes. If you want to join us live or you want to get the recording afterwards, just head to the show notes and you can find the link. But what we're going to cover is how to create a brand that attracts the right people. And when I say brand, I'm not talking about brand colors and logos. Yes, we're going to touch upon that briefly, but it's so much more than that. And we're going to go into that in this masterclass. I'm going to teach you how to nail your niche and It is going to go against what every other coach out there is saying and teaching. So that is definitely going to surprise you. I'm going to teach you how to identify and attract your ideal client avatar, the people you want to work with, your dream clients. And I'm going to teach you how to refine your messaging so that you speak to the right people. You effortlessly attract them and you convert them. Again, without having to hunt them down in the DMs or get on sales calls with them or any of those things. So if that interests you and you're like, yes, Ashley, I need to know how to do these things and do what you've done because I do not want to be messaging people or getting on calls with them anymore, I invite you to come to that masterclass or if it's after the fact, watch the recording. So now let's get back to consistency. Instead of just being consistent, There's so much more that goes into being successful. 
So if you are doing something that you absolutely hate, but you are being consistent, I'm using air quotes here, you can't see them, but if you're being consistent and you're forcing it every single day, do you really think that it's working? Is there another way that you could do things that lights you up, that brings you joy instead of anxiety, right? For me, looking at the tracker of how many invites did you send and the thought of inviting people brought me extreme anxiety. So instead, I found a way to be consistent, to show up on social media consistently in a way that was authentic to me and that brought me joy. The reality is that if you force things and you force yourself to do things you don't like just for the sake of being consistent, is that really sustainable? Is that scalable? Five, 10 years from now, are these the things you wanna show up doing every day? No, I mean, you started a business because you wanted to have more freedom, more money, something of your own. So why would you do things that you absolutely loathe and dread? 10 years from now, do you still wanna be doing those things? So ask yourself, is there a more aligned way that I could make this work? Now, disclaimer, there are things we have to do that we don't like doing, such as filing and paying our taxes. So I'm not telling you to evade the IRS and not pay your taxes. Obviously, follow the law. But within your business, within the things that are in your control, ditch the mindset of, I have to be consistent in doing the things you don't want to do, the things that you hate doing. Find a way that lights you up, that brings you joy, and that is more aligned. And it will be so much easier for you to be consistent in doing those things. And that's what I did. I found a way to do things differently, which I'm teaching on my masterclass. And that allowed me to be successful. Had I stuck with what everybody was telling me to do and just forced myself to be consistent in doing something that was just not aligned with who I am as a person, I wouldn't be here. I would have quit and I'd still be at my job and have no business success. So in a way, I believe the term just be consistent is a lie. Yes, it plays a part. Yes, you do have to show up and be consistent in showing up, but I want you to choose to show up in a way that you enjoy and that makes you feel good. In case you don't know, I am pregnant right now pregnant with my fourth child, and I'm very out of breath. It is always my number one pregnancy symptom. So if you are listening to this and you're like, wow, you know, is Ashley running a marathon while she's recording this? No, I am literally just recording this and can barely breathe and get through a sentence. So in case you're wondering, let me just clear the air. Now I want to move into the common mistakes that are blocking your success online. So First is having a private account. If you are trying to have a business on social media, please don't have a private account. This is your storefront. People need to know who you are and what you offer. And if they stumble upon your account and it's private, they're not going to want to join you or buy from you or work with you because they have to request to follow you and they don't know anything about you. So why would they even request to follow you? If you do want to maintain some sense of privacy, maybe you want to share pictures of your children 
online with your family, but you don't want the whole world to see them, then create a separate account just for that, for private family and friends only. Make that the private account and post those photos there. But your main business account, it needs to be public. Hands down, no exceptions. Number two is an unclear brand. I'm gonna talk more about this in the masterclass, but again, I'm not talking exclusively about your brand colors and your logo and the fonts that you are using. And yes, those matter because first impressions matter. And when we come to a page that is aesthetically pleasing, oftentimes we wanna dive in deeper and look at the content. But if we dive in deeper and we find that it's all fluff and garbage, we're not likely to stay, to follow, to stick around. So first impressions matter. Aesthetics matter to an extent. It's the content and the meat that you are providing that really matters. But when I talk about brand in this sense, I want you to think of the vibe and the feeling that you give off. There is somebody that I follow on social media and she's very bright and bold and uses bold hot pinks and hot colors and every post that she makes is edgy that makes you feel uncomfortable because she's calling you out and that's her brand. Some people hate it and are instantly turned off by that and some people are drawn to it. And they're like, oh, I like this. Like she makes me think. She's calling me out. She's forcing me to level up. And so think about when somebody comes to your feed, their, your, your profile, what feeling do they feel? What vibe are you giving off based on the colors you are using, the wording you are using, the content you are using? If it's very unclear and you are all over the place because you haven't really refined or defined your brand, then that is something you want to focus on. Number three is an unoptimized bio. And this goes for any social media platform. You now have a bio on Pinterest, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, and your bio is your business card. It tells people right away what you do, who you help, how you serve them. And so resist the urge to put a bunch of junk in there, such as married, um, mom to so many, living in such and such a place, loves pizza, unless those directly relate to your brand and offers. So people don't need to know that you're married unless you are a relationship coach or a marriage coach or something along those lines. That can just come through in your stories as you talk about your spouse in your in your feed posts. Maybe you mention your spouse or your spouse is in a post with you. That doesn't have to take up valuable bio space. Next, mom, mom of three or whatever. You can include that if that is a big part of your brand. So for me, I target mompreneurs. I target moms. So for me, that makes sense to have in my bio because I want people to know how you can create a very lucrative and profitable business with many small children at home, how that is possible. But if that's not really tied to your business, it doesn't need to, again, take up that precious real estate space in your bio. You could show that you're a mom in your posts, in your stories, etc. The fact that you like pizza, 
Is that a big part of your brand? If you are a nutrition coach, then yes, maybe that is a big part of your brand and your messaging. But if it's not, does it really need to be there? Probably not. Some other general things to consider is one, your profile photo. Is it just a photo of you? Can we see your face? Is it clear? Is it on brand? Next, the first line of your bio that's in bold is SEO friendly. It is searchable. So that's where you want to put keywords that describe what it is you do. So for example, I have course expert as mine because I want anybody who is searching for course, online course, I want my account to be the first one that shows up. So if you are a confidence coach or an intermittent fasting coach or an intuitive eating coach or whatever you are, try to put that in that first line of your bio so that you are more searchable. And then of course you want to have a link in your bio so that people can download your free resources or register for your free challenge or free masterclass or buy whatever offer you have. You could use something like Linktree for this. There are several different options out there. Or if you have your own website, it's more beneficial to actually create a link in bio page on your website because now you're driving traffic to your website. And if you are utilizing the Facebook pixel, if you are somebody who wants to run ads or is running ads, you want your pixel to be collecting that data of people going to your actual website to click on these links instead of going to Linktree or to whatever other service you are using. If you don't have your own website, I'm not telling you to go create one just so that you can create a page for link in bio. But if you do have a website, that is what I recommend doing because now you're driving traffic to your own site and optimizing your pixel data. The fourth mistake is trying to appeal to everyone because then you become a watered down version of yourself and nobody feels like they relate to you, that you're in their head, that you're their person, that you get them because you're being too general. If you are somebody who likes to swear, then I encourage you to show up and swear in your stories or in your posts. Instead of saying, oh, I might turn people away who don't like to swear. There are so many people out there who will like you for who you are, who will be drawn to you because of who you are. And if you are hiding that because you want to appeal to everyone, you don't want to push anyone away, you're actually not going to attract anyone. You're just going to become white noise. You're going to be the person that people just scroll by, that tap through their stories, because you're too blah. There's nothing that they relate to or connect with you on. So stop trying to appeal to everyone, if that is you. Find who you really are and show up as that person, knowing that, yes, you will be polarizing. You will push people away, but they are the wrong people. You don't want to work with them anyway because you're not going to jive with them. When you actually show up as your authentic self, you start attracting people who are just like you, who you want to work with, who it's fun to work with. And that is a game changer for your business and for your income. So don't try to appeal to everyone. And then lastly, The last mistake 
is showing up with unclear messaging. And again, I'm not talking about messaging people in the DMs with gibberish. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about the content you put out being confusing, unclear, all over the place. Part of branding is your message, is who you help, who you don't help, what you do, what you don't do, what you stand for, what you stand against. And when you are clear on those things, it is so easy to craft content, to show up in your stories and talk to the camera with confidence, to create feed posts that attract the right people because you have clarity. You have clarity on your brand, on your mission, and your message gets out there and reaches the right people. When you are unclear on all of those things, you are just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You're trying to see what other successful people are doing and you're copying it. You're like, well, they did this post, this kind of post. They talk about this and it worked really well for them. So I'm going to do that. And then it flops for you. So then you take an idea from someone else and you try that and it flops. You have to get clear on your own messaging, on your own voice. And again, this all goes back to branding beyond colors and logos, but What is your brand voice? What are your brand values? What is your actual message? What are you out there fighting against and trying to teach people to do? When you are clear on that, creating content that attracts the right people and converts them is easy and effortless. So take a look at the content you are putting out there. Do you have a clear message? Are you consistently promoting the same things? and ideas. So for example, I am constantly talking about how you don't have to spend your life in the DMs. You don't have to DM people and build relationships in order to make sales. You can do that through your content and your branding and your messaging alone. I am constantly talking about how anyone can create a course and how anybody can benefit from the passive income that a course brings in. And you only have to be a step ahead of your students. So those are two of my main messages that I'm constantly pushing out there. If I were to come to your page, would I see consistent messaging? Or would I see all of these different ideas and topics and things thrown about? And it's okay to trial and error things, to try new things, to see if they stick, to see what your audience likes. I totally am for that. But you want to make sure that your brand message is consistent and aligns with your offers. So if you're still in that testing phase and you're still trying to find your footing and your voice and your message, that's fine. But get through it and then start being consistent with that messaging. And again, if you need help with any of these things, we are going to dive so much deeper. I'm going to give you so many tangible tips and activities to fix all of these problems and do all of these things correctly in my masterclass. So you can find the link in the show notes. I hope to see you there or I hope that you grab the recording afterwards and create a brand and message that brings all the right people to you and converts them while you sleep. So to recap, consistency matters when you're doing things that align with who you are when you show up with heart when you show up with enthusiasm when it's something that you can consistently do for years that you can sustain and scale 
So find what works for you and then be consistent in that. And then avoid these mistakes. Having a private account, having an unclear brand, not giving off a clear vibe or feeling, having an unoptimized bio, trying to appeal to everyone, and having an unclear message. So I hope this episode spoke to you on some level. I hope you gained at least one little piece of valuable knowledge that you are going to take with you and apply. I'd love for you to take a screenshot, tag me in your stories, tell me what spoke to you the most and what you thought of the episode. My Instagram handle is at Dr. Ashley Lachlan. It is linked in the show notes, but I'd love for you to get out there and make those money moves. I'll see you in the next episode.